Here we go, Matthews back in the house. What's up? What's up? Let's recap this UFC 272. We'll start with Drake just lost $300,000 on Masvidal. So. Oh, yeah. So he kind of lost $50 to our world. <laughs> but, you know, Drake sometimes can go with the bad deals. Which yeah. he, he got a, he got Odell and them through the Super Bowl, though. That's true. That's so, true. you know. I think he got some extra money, too, for uh, Odell's scoring a touchdown, yeah? No shit? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. I think so. Let's hit this toast of this Terramana and a little cram mango juice. Jamie, get on that shit. It ain't masculine either. Yeah. Thanks, Rock. Yeah, appreciate you, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Good tequila. Nice and cheap. Very smooth. That's also, uh, the best cheaper, cheaper tequila out there for sure. No doubt. 100%. I, I'm also gonna go with uh, Greg Hardy's probably done after tonight. Yeah, I mean that was his third loss in a row, and he hasn't looked amazing even when he was winning anyway. Yeah, even when he won, it was usually a lucky knockout or something like that. Tonight, it just goes to show you that like there's levels to this shit for sure. Kevin Holland. Not a bad welterweight debut, especially against Oliveira. Oliveira's well-rounded, yep. very seasoned guy. I mean, he is up there in age, and especially with uh, how long he's been doing it. Yeah, a lot of damage taken, too, because he's pretty reckless in his fights. Yeah, and he did call out uh, <clears throat> the other cowboy after that fight, too. So Yeah, don't do my favorite fighter that way, guy. I want to see him go out with a win. Unfortunately. He said he would take it, so he's probably going to go out that way. Yeah, he's probably going to get smashed if he goes to that. Just beat Lozon and call it a day, bro. You're a legend in the sport. There ain't nothing else to prove. I mean, I hate he didn't get a belt, but, you know, Iverson didn't either, but he's still my favorite basketball player. I mean, I wouldn't swear he's going to be able to just handle Lozon either, though. No, Lozon's a good fighter, too, man. He is. So. I mean, stand-up, he's probably got him, but if he goes to the ground, uh... Cowboy's no slouch on the ground, though. He's not, but... It'll get interesting. Joe is pretty serious. Yeah. He really is. But he's been away a lot longer, too, so... That's true. That's true. <clears throat> and let's also get with uh, the Barboza-Mitchell fight. Redneck GSP did his thing tonight, people. In the camo shorts. Yeah. Arkansas. That's what he's I got to say on that. What, 15-0 now? 15-0. That's crazy. Yeah. That kid, uh, hey, man, you get that stand-up a little bit better, he's a serious contender probably. I mean, he made some uh, some weird, like, I'm going to say mistakes, but it didn't, it didn't affect the fight at all. But, like, some of the stuff that he did on the ground was a little bit weird, but he was still so far ahead. Of That's the, so crazy, too, for Barboza, man. Yeah, because he's definitely – he, he's not a, a slouch in any in any, any area either. Yeah. yeah, and even on the on the feet, I was nervous for him. But I mean, he knocked him down. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, that's crazy. Dosanos and um, what was his name? Uh, Macchiano. Yeah, Macchiano nice. heart, tremendous heart, but. You know, you took the fight on two weeks, ten days notice, whatever, man. Hat goes off to you, but, you know, former champion <laughs> on two weeks notice, not easy to do. No, 
and RDA's he's he's pretty serious anyway. Yeah, no matter one seventy, one fifty five, he's 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 a monster. Mm-hmm. You know, he definitely fucking proved it too. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> and then to the main event, Masvidal Covington. I think it went like anybody that watches this sport kind of thought how it would go. He obviously, was going to grind him out. Obviously, Drake does not watch the sport. <clears throat> I, I ain't going to say he don't watch it, but at the same time, everybody wants that dude to win, you know. Yeah, but. Masvidal is one of those guys, if you see his name on the card, you're watching. If you see Nate Diaz on the card, you're watching. If you see yeah. Conor McGregor on the card, you're watching. Just like Chuck back in the day. You know you if you tune in. Every time? I mean. Huh? I said, but are you going to bet on him every time? Or are you just going to watch it? No, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to bet. But I also don't have Drake's money. I mean, yeah, but would you put $50 on it? I mean, yeah, if it was me and you, you know, a gentleman's bet, 50 bucks. Because yeah, but he with, put $300,000 of Bitcoin on a whatever website he uses to bet on. Yeah, like I said, that's $50 <laughs> in our terms, if not less, for Drake. What is Drake worth? Couple, much. Yeah, a couple hundred <laughs> mil. Come on, man. That that right there just made the night interesting for him to be like, am I really going to lose this little bit of money or am I just going to? Well, I mean, he could turn around and, you know, probably put two and a half million on Canelo for whenever him and Usman fight and probably make that 300000 I'd back. probably take my whole bank account and put it on <laughs> Canelo, even if he's favored by a thousand, because Usman – Amazing athlete, great welterweight. You're still not GSP. Maybe an unpopular opinion, but you're not going to fuck with Canelo Alvarez in a boxing ring. I'm sorry. No. I feel like if that happens, that's got to be like the highest odds for a person ever. It would have to be. Because... I mean, even higher than... There's no way that uh, anybody actually thinks that Usman is fixing to do anything. I mean, even higher than when McGregor and Mayweather done it, because Mayweather was old and hadn't done it in a while. Canelo's in his prime. Yeah, and just got finished smoking a guy, like, what was that, a month and a half ago? Yeah, this redheaded monster (laughs) is pure prime beef, son. Come get you some if you want it in boxing. Yeah. Because if you think of boxing, what do you think of? Tyson Fury, Canelo Alvarez. And I guess Mayweather, too, still, just because he's been around, even though he hasn't really been. Well, I, hey, I'll say this, too. I think if Can- if he come out of retirement to go against Canelo again, it's still going to be a hell of a fight. Yeah. I think Would right it be now, different than the first time? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I think right now Canelo would probably get him, though. It's very possible, yeah. I'm not going to argue with I mean, that. we're talking about an older Mayweather that – doesn't really fight that much anymore. So yeah, but look at Bernard Hopkins. Look how long he went. Yeah, he was dominant, dude. He was beating champion in his late forties. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel and like you know Mayweather why? Holds a different. Yeah, but he's got a different weight. Hopkins was a defensive fighter, just like Mayweather. Yeah, <clears throat> I still don't know. I feel, I feel like they're different. Like, I feel oh, like, yeah, they're definitely different, but, you know. I mean, I feel like the circumstances are different because you got. Well, of course they're different because you got a dude that's never tasted defeat. Yeah. And say, I wasn't even thinking about that at all. Not at all. 
Because I, he to me, even <laughs> if you don't know boxing, but you know a little bit or you know the name, when you look at it, you go, oh, this dude's undefeated. Wait a minute. This guy's in his prime. He's knocking people out. He's dominating. Yeah, I'm tuning in. What if he finally beats this motherfucker? <laughs> yeah, I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely watch Canelo and Mayweather. Oh, again. yeah, me too. I mean, I watch. And I don't even watch boxing. I don't you know either, I mean? but I mean, well, I can't say that. I do because when Canelo's fighting, yeah, I'm tuning in. Am I paying? No, I'm streaming. <laughs> but I'm watching Tyson Fury. I'm watching. Uh, What's the young kid that come up with De La Hoya that's so good? Oh, Ryan Garcia. Yeah, I'm watching him. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Davis, I think, younger cat? He's really good, too. Davis. I don't know that name. Nick, I need you here right now to help me get through <laughs> this shit. But let's get back to the stuff we do know. <laughs> so, obviously, Kobe Covington wins tonight over Masvidal. Then he calls out Dustin Poirier. He do won't you, smoke. I don't think so, either. Like, no, a different no, animal. Nothing against Masvidal. Great fighter. You know, he's a fighter's fighter. But Poirier is a blue chipper, man. That dude's got it everywhere. And honestly, at this stage in his career, because when he come to the UFC, it was 145. He was very small. And when he got to 155, he thrived. And I think now being older, and Poirier's a pretty big dude. Mm-hmm. And what really showed that is when he fought uh, Holloway. Yeah. Holloway's tall yeah. and long, but when you saw him side by side, like, God damn, Poirier yeah. was so much bigger. And, like, every yeah. shot that hit Max, you were like, that was so much harder. Yeah, for sure. So, I want to see it, but Poirier says he won't fight him. He won't give him that pleasure. In the streets, yeah. he's like, I welcome it every day. But, in, like, in the UFC, he's like, I don't welcome it. And, I mean, I don't really understand that because, I mean, you're basically turning down because he is thinking, obviously, he's going to roll through him, you know, yeah. with how he talks. So, why not take the easy payday, go in there, show everybody that he's not even close to your level, and take home that check, run away? Hard you to know? say, man. I'm not in that guy's shoes, but... I really I mean, think yeah. Dustin gets him. I mean, it's just... but at I, the, I think he gets him, too. I think he gets him easily, honestly. But, but I think at the same time, Covington's got to do that. You've already fought Usman twice. He got dominated both times. Yeah. Regardless of what the fuck he wants to say, he got beat both times. Yeah. He got dominated. And, like I said, Usman is fucking great, not GSP. But he's still fucking great, man. There's nobody else in that division. If he beats Edwards, what else has he got to do? Yeah. Are you going to go up to 185 and fight your best friend? I mean, if you're you going to fight out Asanya? I feel like I feel like that benefits him more than it does Asanya. Cuz I feel like I don't I, know though. Like I feel like if Asanya beats this dude, even though he's going up in weight, Usman's a big dude. Like, I feel like he's cutting a lot of weight to get to 170, and then oh, yeah, he's undefeated. Sure. So if Adesanya beats him, I feel like that only further cements his legacy for real, and especially yeah. when it's against a legit wrestler too. Yeah, because he's a stand-up fighter. So at the same time, though, I don't think Adesanya will beat him. Honestly, 
I'm not going to say he would either, man. Because I, I really don't think he would. Because I, I think Usman would take him down, and I'm not doubting Usman not one fucking time. Because when he come up to fight Tyron, and he was you know talking all this shit, I'm going to grind you out. I'm going to make you quit. I'm going to do this, and I'm like, motherfucker, he ain't fixing to do that to Tyron <laughs> Woodley. And he did every bit of what he said he was going to do. And then he done it to yeah. Masvidal twice. He done it to Covington twice. He done it to Gilbert Burns, who had him hurt. He, and Burns just didn't pull the trigger, though. He had, he had him wobbled. He, he did. Could, he could have finished that fight right there, and he just didn't. Man, back to Burns. He's got a tough fight coming up. We're going to see if this dude is actually a monster or if it's just a hype train. I mean, the way everybody talks... I mean, everybody can be caught, no matter what. And, yeah, and yeah. If Gilbert yeah. catches you, it's going to be GSP's credit to that. Yeah, I'm a GSP yeah. fan, so if anybody says he keeps saying that, but yeah, Matt Sarah got him. So well, he come back and got that one back. Yeah, he come back and beat the fuck out of that <laughs> dude. I don't know. I mean, the way everybody talks about a guy, it's. I, I mean, mean I mean, like his nobody can beat him. His fight so far, his performance is. Prove what everybody's saying. I mean, he's dominated, yeah. but I mean, he just hasn't fought anybody that's that's, if that's got you, that good of credentials. If though. he does that to Gilbert Burns, if he goes out there and smashes him in a round, you got to give him Usman. I mean, I mean, what else? Well, no, not even Usman yet. Give him Covington. Let Covington said he beat. wouldn't fight him. Huh? Covington said he wouldn't fight him the other day. Of he, course he, he wouldn't. Said, he said he hasn't him. fought nobody. He hasn't proved anything. He's not going to fight him. Of course. Yeah, I'm not gonna fight a a guy that could pro- that has wrestling like I do that could probably beat me. Yeah, yeah no, nah, I'm not gonna do it. That dude's as fake as I mean, a fucking politician, that, man. Fuck Covington. Outside of that, who does he fight? Who? Uh, Kazmod or whatever his H- name is. Sabit or whatever the hell they call him. Hobby. Sabi, I don't know. Are we talking about the same guy right now? Yeah. <laughs> How the fuck do you say his first name? God damn it. Hold on. Hold on. There's too many drinks tonight. Jamie pulled up. Yeah, Jamie, where are you at? The dude with the fucked up lip and the fucking beard. Comzot. Comzot, that's it. Yeah, Comzot. Comzot. Chamave? Chamave? I don't know, man. I'm not. I think it was Chavave. But anyway, Comzot, I mean, who else are you giving after he beats Burns? Burns is number two in the division. Is he? Yeah. I thought he was farther back than that. No, nah, he's number two and Covington's number one. No. Uh, Covington's number one. I think Burns is still number two because I think Edwards is number three. I think the only because the only reason be. Edwards is getting the fight is because they fought before and that's the only other person you can really line Usman up with. You can't give him Covington. Oh, him and Usman for, fought before? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that. I yeah, Usman grind him out, but that was before Usman's striking got to where it is now. So, and Edwards has probably fought twice since whenever that was. He fought. Who did he fight the night in uh, in England? Whenever um, him and Masvidal got into it backstage, he fought mm. him, and then he fought Muhammad. Then he fought Diaz, and Diaz rocked him in that last mm-hmm. round, and had a, if he, had, he had enough gas with. Uh, Muhammad too. Yeah, it got stopped for eye poke. So, yeah, and Muhammad done bad. really. Yeah, and Muhammad done really well. Muhammad's yeah. not a joke, man. No, he's really not. So, he just fought. Uh, was it Wonder Boy? 
They just fought. Yeah, he dominated him, too. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Who did he fight that night? I can't I even know. think That's, of who it would have been. We're going to really have to get a Jamie for the Shiggy Shane show. <laughs> if uh, You know, we can't keep Googling this shit and leaving y'all on the heels while we're over here. <laughs> but anyway, it doesn't matter. The motherfucker beat somebody that night, and, I mean, he ain't had that many fights, but... And they got the three piece in a soda. Yeah. That's where that whole that whole deal came from. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like his striking's up to par, but I feel like if Usman wants to, he'll put him on the ground and take his lunch money. I mean, why wouldn't you do that anyway though? And how crazy is it that Usman is doing this on two bad knees? I mean, how bad really are they though? Like if you're still able to go out there and do that. How bad are they? I don't know. They say they're pretty bad. I mean, are they bad, but you can live with it? Or are they bad, like, you need to have surgery, but he's just turning I feel like it's to an extent to where it's bad from wrestling all these years. Because wrestling is fucking grueling, man. Yeah. From what you hear and what you read about. Because my fat ass ain't been fucking wrestling. (laughs) But, I mean, when you read it. I mean, you look at any wrestler, though. Like what they go, th- like you look at, hell, look at Kurt Angle. The motherfucker's neck's as big as a goddamn tree trunk. Yeah. You know, you see what he went through. And then you see people like Chad Mendez, Uriah Faber, uh, Khabib, Gaethje. I mean, any of them, guys, even Covington, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's, like tonight goes to prove to you. If you got wrestling, especially since you were a kid, that is the Best thing probably to start with MMA because no matter oh, how yeah, hard for sure. Masvidal was training and working on that same thing, years of that shit is not gonna you're not gonna overcome it. Yeah, and that proved tonight. And you could tell that dude was hurt because all he said like Masvidal talks more shit than <laughs> well, I ain't gonna say more shit, but him you know Diaz fucking McGregor they all talk shit and all he had to say was my wrestling was flat. Yeah, because he knew he was like flat-footed. if he didn't stop the wrestling, it was a game over. Yeah, I mean with somebody like that, it's impossible to stop. Really, it is unless you're on the same pedigree. Covington kind of reminds me of John Fitch with better striking, less sharp elbows. Yeah, <laughs> Fitch was Fitch was a motherfucker though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of people's not going to remember his name because he wasn't a shit talker. He was just one of those that go do what he did every night. Mm-hmm. But that was before shit talking was the norm, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you really didn't have shit talking in the UFC. I mean, you had Chuck and Tito's little rivalry, you know. But before them, or all this shit now, it was Chell. Yeah, and then you had like the rivalry with Rampage and Vanderlei. Yeah, that's. that's- about all I can think of. Yeah, and the Rampage and Rampage and Vanderlei thing, and Vanderlei Silva is the reason I'm an MMA fan anyway. But I mean, mm. the motherfucker can't talk to save his life in English, so <laughs> it was kind of you know their shit was more physical, pushing each other in the mm. ring or weigh-ins, whatever. But before everybody else, I mean, it was Chael, and I remember when he come in and he um, fought Marquardt that night. I was like, Nate's fist and beat this dude. Then he's going to get a better shot in Anderson than he had the first time. And he got fucking dominated, <laughs> bloodied up. I was like, who the fuck is this dude on him? It looks like an eighth grade math teacher. Yeah. The fuck? But. And then Chell come in and gave Anderson his 
Yeah, Chael come in yes. with like the fucking Ric Flair and CM Punk <laughs> goddamn <laughs> promos. Yeah. And he put it on the map and then then came Conor McGregor. Yeah. But like we talked about earlier, even Conor's shit's got really flat. Yeah. I mean, he started off strong, but I, I, I don't know. I feel like in the beginning he had a reason to do it. And now it's just well, doing in, it in the beginning, that's what he does. Everything he said was fucking gold. Every, like, I'm going to finish him in this round. I'm going to do this. Yeah. You call me Mystic Mac because I predict these <laughs> things. He was doing that. And then when he went in there with Diaz and he got fucking beat. And then when he come back, unpopular um, opinion, the second fight was a goddamn draw to me. Yeah. And he I won mean, that. I, I could see that one, honestly, any way that that went. But. And then when he fought Alvarez. <clears throat> I feel like Eddie could have had a lot better fight against Connor, but he fucking just he, he fought Connor's the, fight. Honestly. He exactly he fought yeah. Connor's fight, took that shit. If Chad Mendez had it been a full camp, I don't think we're talking about Connor the way we are right now. Probably not. Probably not. Because Chad Mendez is a fucking monster. Did you see his fucking bare oh, knuckle yeah. debut? Yeah. God damn, dude, that dude's a. <laughs> fucking stud and they're probably making more money over there than they made their entire career at UFC yeah Yeah. you know last time we had each other on here we talked about the whole fighter pay thing Mm -hmm. now Adesanya apparently has got the you know highest paid contract ever now Masvidal has got a top three highest paid I wonder if all this talk has really made UFC like we gotta start paying these dudes or we're gonna end up in deep shit I don't know deep waters to me, it's not the it's not the ones that we're talking about right now that need it. You know, it's the people that are making ten thousand dollars a fight that are having to spend nine thousand dollars on their camp for That's that true. fight. That's true. You know, if they don't fight fucking twenty five times a year, they're not making anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's true too. Which uh, you know that the Marshall Rogan uh, Enu. That you know the couple fighters shouted out. Yeah, yeah. What's the deal with that? You apparently it's a it's a crypto that they made that is sponsoring the fighters to give them like 10k show bonuses and shit on top of their venom pay. Yeah, yeah. So like this has absolutely nothing to do with that. So like this is just a completely separate thing. They're just like, hey, pretty much here's ten thousand dollars. Oh shit! No wonder everybody said that shit after the fight. I would too. The I want to say there was. 12 fighters on this card that were sponsored by them and then the rest of them they were just they were I wonder just why they named it after Marshall well I think you think I that's think, a Joe I, thing oh I think Joe's got something to do with it yeah for sure that sounds like a Joe thing to do yeah all you fucking cancel culture haters <laughs> out there the dude's a good dude so yeah I mean there's there's no doubt about that you I, know. I don't care what the fuck he said ever, honestly. No, I mean, how many of us have said stupid shit or just said shit and not thought about it? Like how it would, you know, reflect on somebody down the road. You yeah. know what I mean? Ain't nobody perfect. I mean, think about all the shit that you probably said 15 years ago that isn't fucking caught on camera and goddamn video. Yeah, how many times has a, how many time has a white kid been riding around in their car truck <laughs> with friends and rapping a song and said the N-word along with the lyrics? Yeah. You know, you're not meaning no harm. You're not, you know, you're going along with the lyrics, you know, but... A majority of what... If you're in his position, though, they're going to use that yeah. to flip the script. And just like when they released the damn thing, 
all they released was him saying it. You're not yeah. releasing what the dude said. He was in there talking about fucking Richard Pryor skits and uh, yeah, he's he's pretty much quoting what the dude said Eddie, and using Eddie's it in context and stuff. And stuff. Yeah. You know, and when he said it, then things weren't were not woke, I guess, <laughs> as they are now. Yeah. So you, he felt like you know, I'm not using it to be you know, racial or, you know, discriminating. I'm just quoting what the dude said, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I mean, you go back to like, what was it, Scary Movie 2, I think, where they're in the, the in the fucking mansion and they got the, uh, what is it, the ring girl, maybe this there? Yeah. And you got the yeah. white guys in there playing piano. And I, can't, I can't even remember what fucking song it is right now. Oh, I remember Mystical. Yes. Yeah. He's sitting there playing that, and he's he starts singing that shit like they couldn't even fucking make that scene now. No, no, because you people know? are too sensitive about yeah. it, and and that's one of the best scenes in that fucking movie. <laughs> it is like there's certain things in in life that you can use that. I mean, comedians in general, like there are certain sensitive topics you can use and get in like a uh, a skit or whatever. To make it funny when it's actually, you know, like a serious topic, but you can turn yeah. it into something funny to where people, it's it's people's awkward way of getting over that subject. You know yeah. what I mean? Or getting being around able it. to talk about it. Yeah. Being yeah. able to get, you break the ice, get it out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> Welcome to 2022. Yeah. Welcome to 2022 <laughs> where the game thinks he can beat Eminem in a versus. What the? fuck are you smoking with Kanye son yeah pass that shit please I'm like yeah you had your little shit back in the day with 50 yeah you you were probably better than 50 but M man back the fuck up son you're not doing that you don't even have the catalog to do a versus with Eminem and there's nobody that's been rapping since like 98 to now that can hold with him I think there's Maybe three there's three back, there's but. three rappers that you look at a versus and go mm. and all three of those names are going to get brought up against one of them it's going to be m j and wayne and j cole's yep. in there too yep because i like kendrick but like you said <laughs> earlier kendrick doesn't have the catalog that Jay's got. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not knocking Kendrick. He's fucking great. I mean, but you don't come out and you don't. Please all time. Yeah. But, but you don't come out and like put this shit out and then just stop. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the thing about music and rappers. Like you got to put your shit out there. That's like being an actor. You can't fucking. Have one movie. And yeah. One movie. And fucking. Finding life. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine mm. if. Robert Downey Jr. never done Iron Man? Yeah. Would he even be fucking considered? Probably not. No. Most likely not. Even though he was good back in the I day and the shit he did. Even if Iron Man took him. Even if his life still turned around like it did at that point, he was probably still now be considered like, you know, a drug addict, alcoholic, whatever. Instead yeah. of. Iron Man. Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. Or fucking whatever his name was in. Tropical Thunder. What the fuck was his name in that movie? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't either, but I know he was the guy playing a guy. <laughs> Disguising another dude. 
Such a great fucking movie. That's another that one. You can't movie. do that shit today because yeah. people uh-huh. would lose their shit. Nobody would go watch that. No, nobody. You'd have one person go watch it, and then everybody else would just talk shit about it collectively because of the, that one part of the movie. I even feel like now that cancel culture is so fucked up that if the Wayne's brothers made a White Chicks 2, they would make a big fucking deal about it. Oh, I don't think they could. I don't, they, I don't Even as black guys, I don't, I don't think that they can make that movie. You no. don't think so? No. I don't think just because so. it's so fucked up. Yeah, just just because the world is the world now. I don't think they could. Even though White Chicks is probably one of the best fucking comedy movies ever. Uh, yeah, it's fucking that hilarious, shit is fucking man. Amazing. You know, I fucking love that Netflix is letting Dave Chappelle come forward with even more shit after everything that went down. Oh yeah, I mean they they the I don't know if it was the CEO or whoever it was came out and said you know I don't think doing anything to him is like well, I mean, anything that's going to help. So With the Joe Rogan thing, people said, hey, you know, he doesn't need to be on here. He's spreading false yeah. bullshit. And then the CEO of Spotify is like, I don't feel like silencing him is the right way to go about it because yeah. goddamn, people's got to have a way of okay, if everything Joe was going through when the whole COVID thing and stuff was going down, let me ask you a question. Where the fuck has COVID been for the last six months? <laughs> I mean, what's on the news it's right still now? Been there. I mean, war. yeah, but what's on the yeah, Russia war. and Ukraine right now? Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> and I actually I saw a post on Twitter that was talking about a bunch of Ukrainians that were in a fucking bomb shelter, and the post was about them not having any goddamn mask on, being that close together. Oh yeah, let's worry about a goddamn. <laughs> let's worry about a cough and a fucking yes. maybe a fever, instead of a fucking bomb from Putin yeah. coming from us. You know, coming towards us. Come on, man. That was the, the most ridiculous fuck. thing. I mean, I'm not sitting here saying COVID was ever fake or any of that. No, shit. No, I'm not saying that either. But I'm just saying, like, by now we have some kind of immunity. No, you're talking to helping. you're talking to somebody. Me, and my wife went through it. My wife has severe asthma. People. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she got walking pneumonia from it and shit, and she was down. I was down, too. But I'm here to tell you, if you were relatively healthy, you're coming out of this shit. You know what I mean? And I mean, everybody also handles the shit differently, too. Well, yeah, that know. goes with genetics. There's, like, motherfuckers yeah. that, you know, get a normal cold that's going to fuck them up worse than yeah, yeah. anybody else. But And, like, Chris Lieben. He's gotten like a bad deal with COVID right now, but this is also a motherfucker who almost killed his heart from doing too many goddamn drugs. So <laughs> yeah. there's probably, you know, something connected right there, folks. Yeah. But I don't know. That shit with Russia and Ukraine, like, I'm not a political show, people never want to be, but that shit's so fucked up, man. It is. And Putin's still over there, like, trying to convince people of this big ass neo-nazi group from ukraine that's apparently they talk about leading the country or something and yeah i'm just waiting for one of the motherfuckers to catch hands with one of the glitch goes like when the fucking bullets run out yeah i want to see y'all fuck with them dudes dude that's fucking admiral as fuck though that both of them are, just, are sitting there fighting with yeah. their people fuck yeah dude and the president too man i mean like if there's any form of fucking leadership that motherfucker has it like mm-hmm. that's that's how you know you, you you're under a motherfucker that's that's with you yeah know? at 
I feel like it's just a fucking bully move, man, by Putin. Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, that's all there and is. I think he's know? taking a severe, uh, like a severe hit to his ego, not being able to accomplish. He thought he was what just going to go in there and just like demolish these people like they were yeah. going to lay down. No, yeah. dude. He, he, They've been independent for a while, son. They're not yeah. fucking letting you just take their shit when they finally started getting where they wanted yeah. to be. <laughs> And, I mean, and in that, it, that's a beautiful fucking thing to see is that country going, yeah. no, you're not fishing to do that shit. No. Yeah, for sure. And it's really sad for us to watch because we're so goddamn privileged that we don't even realize it sometimes, you know? Yeah. And I mean, at least we got real life Tony Stark trying to help him over there. You know, fucking Elon Musk doing whatever he can. I did, uh, you know, he said that there was a bunch of people that were trying to get him to stop like access to Russian, I don't know if it was Russian media or whatever yeah. it was or whatever, but he said that uh, pretty much all forms of like news media are propaganda. So he's not going to put a stop to Russia because yeah. that would just to him that goes against the whole free speech part of everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, you know, he's right. Yeah. Like, what, <laughs> he, what, he's hundred percent. What right. nationality is Elon Musk? Nationality? I think he's American. Yeah, is he really? I think. so. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. Like, I mean, I feel like he's another. Be, we need goddamn Jamie in here. I feel like he's got to be American or Canadian. Well, if he's American, can we get that motherfucker in the as a president? I don't know. I did see the other day that uh, John Stewart was talking about running for president. I'd probably vote for that motherfucker too. Uh, honestly, I would too, man. He's. I mean, fuck. He's got to be a lot better than this goddamn vegetable we got. <laughs> If y'all catch a lot of cuss words tonight, I'm oh, sorry. There's a lot of alcohol that's been going on since 6 o'clock, and we're creeping up on one. He was born to a Canadian mother and South African father and raised in Pretoria, South Africa. Well, son of a bitch. That's crazy. All right, well, John Stewart and The Rock, y'all are all we got, son. <laughs> if one of y'all wins, the other needs to be your vice president. Come on, make it happen. I probably wouldn't vote for The Rock. Depending on who he's running against, but just but John Stewart though is John Stewart's been in politics yeah for a long fucking time like he I feel like he understands what the fuck is going on. Oh, uh, have you ever watched? I'm sorry, I'm going completely against everything I said about not being political on this show. But have you seen <laughs> him like defend like the fucking nine eleven people, like the defend firefighter? Yeah, like them. because like New York. Or whoever it was was trying to cut out like benefits for them guys that had like all oh, these yeah, fucking yeah. health issues from when they went in to fucking help with nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Dude, that shit would bring tears to your eyes. That motherfucker when he got up there, I was like, I'm get. Hey, where, where's the thing? <laughs> um, yeah, scratch in, write this son of a bitch in here, yeah. son. Yeah, like I feel, I feel like he just did a uh, an interview with the the chairman of the SEC. The, mm-hmm. And pretty much asking him all the questions that fucking any normal American wants to ask him about our financial and, you know, um, like market structure and shit. Yeah. And man, fucking just no faith <laughs> at all in like our country as a whole when it comes to our financial market. No. It is fucking stupid. And like him... It was like he was a normal person, like asking and not being John Stewart. It was fucking 
Like, just seeing him interact with people like mm. that, like, it just makes him so likable. It makes yeah. him look like he gives a fuck about, like, a normal person. And how crazy is that coming, like, from a comedian? But, you know, a lot of people don't really realize a lot of comedians are really fucking smart. Like, Will yeah, Ferrell can yeah. play the dumbest son of a bitch in the world, yeah. but he, they almost say, like, in Hollywood, like, actors that can be that stupid or be, you know, that vulnerable on mm-hmm. camera are some of the most intelligent people who ever come across. I believe it. And the track record's got to prove it. Look at fucking Adam Sandler, man. Yeah. This this motherfucker come from Saturday Night Live, started with crappy movies, moves up. You know, he's got his own production company now, and the motherfucker took every friend with him mm-hmm. and made money for every yeah. one of them. Yeah. Like David Spade, Rob Schneider, Nick Schwartz, and all you guys, y'all owe that shit to Sandler. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the day, he's probably like, no, nah, man, he was there with me in the beginning. You know, he was holding a goddamn camera or something yeah you know that's what type of guy he is yeah he seems like just a, a normal motherfucker too he does yes. man when you see everything in the media about him mm-hmm. i There's mean nothing bad that i've ever no, seen about him no <laughs> the the dude showing up at a random fucking basketball court with basketball shorts and a fucking polo on ready to ball with this random Whoever. dude yeah, yeah. make a shit yeah. can i can i get in on the game <laughs> and who's gonna fucking say no <laughs> yeah, like, you know how are you that humble as a person because i yeah. almost feel like if i had a lot of money there'd have to be a little bit of cockiness or somewhat of a dick that would come out i mean i'd like to say i wouldn't but you'd like to say you'd be that guy like no i'll wait in line behind y'all <laughs> you know but would you really i mean with that particular instance, yeah. I, f- I feel like I would just be a normal person in that aspect. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I feel like I would be that person that, you know, just wouldn't go somewhere I have to fucking stand in line. Yeah. <laughs> True. I, f- I feel like I would be the person, though, that would... I don't think I'd have a lot of fucking Lamborghinis and bullshit. I'd have a lot uh-huh. of cars, but it'd be shit like this. It's something an everyday person can have. You like know most I mean? of my cars would add up to that one Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm gonna have a SS Camaro over here, and I'm gonna, or no, nah, I'm having a ZL1 over here, a Shelby over here, <laughs> you know, big ass fucking Tahoe, Denali, or some shit to drive yeah. around with the family. Well, and fuck, like you said, all of them. as much as a fucking Lamborghini now, so. Yeah, they're getting pretty fucking close. Yeah. Dude, we have a used fucking 2018 uh, 2500. Our dealership, yeah, motherfucker is seventy thousand dollars. Oh yeah, but hey, I'm a Chevy guy at heart. Always have been, not because I work for him now, but man, a fucking Cummings diesel, man, they're hard to fucking beat. Well, you pay you never, for them, motherfuckers. Yeah, obviously, you told me earlier. Yeah. Not paying twenty four grand for a reman goddamn engine. <laughs> uh, you know what? I can go get a couple of cat eye fucking five threes and just be on about my business. Yeah. You can about figure out a way to just stack two goddamn engines on top of each other before you fucking do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and then every piece for it after that is fucking ridiculous too. Just like the 2500 HDs for GM, you know? They're, man, it's fucking crazy. It's like, <laughs> how do you mark shit up like that every year? And don't get me wrong. I mean, they do like increase the years you can finance it for, but I mean, mm-hmm. fuck. Like every year you're going to go, this was 60. 
Next year it's going to be 70. The year after that it's going to be 80. Motherfucker, my pay didn't increase like that. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? Oh, but we we went from five to seven years in the past 20 years. Yeah, so. yeah. You can finance it for 10 years. You know what I mean? That's fine. I mean, before long, you're going to have to finance it like a fucking house. Yeah, when these electric motherfuckers come out and they're yeah. like 150 grand, yeah, you can yeah. get it for 15, 20 year finance. Nah, yeah. uh, I'm good. I can't imagine the fucking warranty jobs on that shit, having to replace some goddamn batteries. Yeah. That's going to be a motherfucker. And people going to have to be getting certified to be able to do that shit too. Yeah. You know, speaking of that, we have been getting tools in for the last month and a half maybe too much just to work on one of the new volts like to be certified <laughs> to be able to work on it mm-hmm. and then our technicians have to go to school to be able to learn you know mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it is and it's just like dude come on man i mean didn't gm say that they were supposed to be yeah by 2025 or something we're gonna be all ele- that's okay i don't think it's possible <laughs> let me say this general motors because i work for y'all for 12 years almost y'all are going all electric by 2025 there's a brand new powertrain facility being built in tennessee right now in 2022 (laughs) but you're going all electric let me waste these millions of dollars to build this facility to build these gas powered engines (laughs) but in three years we're not gonna need them yeah if you ain't figured that, if you're doing that bad, Obama should have never fucking bailed y'all out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get everybody wants to go with what, you know, what's going to be better for the earth and what, you know, same way with people, I'm going vegan because I'm going to be healthy. <laughs> okay. Well, most of y'all motherfuckers is eating on goddamn grass and this tofu bullshit. And y'all ain't walking around like Joe Rogan and y'all ain't walking around. Like Sean Baker and Liver King and all these motherfuckers eating meat. Yeah. Coming from a guy who went on carnivore diet and probably <laughs> felt better than I ever have, but I wanted ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think... I think there's no possibility of anybody going full electric like no, in the next man. 15 Oil years. and gas makes way too much goddamn money. It does, but at the same time... You know, I saw my first turn around charging two hundred thousand dollars for the car that every person in the world has to fucking use. Yeah, for every person yeah. in the country. I mean, it you was can weird. offset it a little bit, but it, it was weird seeing my first the first charging station in person the other day, like Friday when we went to go see Batman in Alabaster. The shopping center where Walmart and all that is, there was a fucking charging station right next <laughs> to the raceway, and I was like, "Look at that! It's a charging station." You know what you notice? Ain't nobody there, but how many people's at the raceway? They're all at the pump. I mean, there's like three Teslas I see, like basically every day. One of them works at Hendrick. Yeah. But they, hey, they're, I will give them this, though. They're a lot better looking car than some of the electric stuff we've seen before, or the hybrid stuff, I'm, I need to say. I mean, the hybrids are garbage, though. Like the way that they're just integrated together with like the gas burner. It's fucking terrible. All oh, it does yeah. is make shit fuck up. Like that's literally I, I what it I can't disagree does. with it from our standpoint, you know, and working in the business and being yeah. where we are. 
I mean, hybrid is not the way to go, folks. No. Not, not the no, way to go. Definitely at all. steer away. And you're talking to people that's in the car business. Like, we're, we're ordering the parts to fix your shit. Yeah. Or trying to, at least. Mm hmm. It's a hard thing to do now. <laughs> hey, getting back to going to see the Batman this week, this Friday. No spoilers, but I'm going to say anybody that doesn't like the movie, you hate life. Robert Pattinson done a hell of a fucking job to be coming from the only thing you knew him from was Edward Cullen from fucking Twilight. Yeah. Dude knocked it out of the fucking park, man. And you said uh, Zoe Kravitz did pretty good. Zoe done fucking great as Catwoman, man. Like, they done it real, like, just uh, gritty like you know her mask was nothing but just a cut out fucking toboggan kind of thing mm-hmm. that's probably the only bad like thing she was a I cat can burglar. yeah yeah <laughs> so i mean it went perfect for what she was going for but yeah she done fucking great in like her stunts and stuff in it you could tell she was doing some of them in the mm-hmm. fight scenes she done good colin farrell done good as the penguin too i'm not gonna say he not like was fucking oscar nominated but i mean for colin farrell to do a new york accent and have prosthetics on his face and shit he done really fucking good that's good john turo knocked out carmine uh falcone too i forgot about him all about him being fucking falcone until the movies <laughs> come on i was like oh shit i forgot he was in this <laughs> but you get 90 percent batman 10 percent bruce wayne best part of the movie to me because it's like going to any movie you don't want all the you want maybe some build up in movies, mm-hmm. but don't build the whole fucking movie and then give me ten minutes of what I really want to see at the end. Yeah, don't do you that. like going to see Superman, but you get two and a half hours of Clark Kent, and yeah, then you, you get thirty minutes. Of yeah, Superman. you get the guy with the ungreased hair and the glasses. Yeah, yeah. That's why I can't get with with Superman that much. Like, I get it; he's like one of the biggest and most known superheroes, but. The motherfucker takes his glasses off and runs fucking product through his hair, and you can't realize who he is. It's a suit, man. That's all it is. The suit gives it away. Okay, so you're telling me (laughs) (laughs) if I don't wear my fucking glasses because I'm wearing glasses 90% of the time and wear a fucking three-piece suit, I'm going to look fucking different? No, you're going to notice this big-ass goddamn bald head and a fucking tattoo on the side of my neck. Yeah, but... You know, you're not wearing a Superman suit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'll try and wear one of those next time. And that's, see, that's the kicker. That just blinds everybody to what his face looks like because they just see the fucking big ass ass. That's all it is. Yeah, I see the big ass ass and the fucking underoos on the front of his <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that that's fucking Clark Kent. Really? I mean, really though, would anybody besides? his immediate people that he works with at the newspaper or whatever, would they know who the fuck Clark Kent is? Probably not. I mean, I don't know the lore about him. Like, I don't know if he's some kind of super famous fucking writer for the newspaper or whatever. Or he's just some random guy that's, or, you know, just your everyday jobber that's there to do the job. Yeah. Who knows? So, I mean, outside of that, you know, who would actually know? I know. Besides. I'm uh, just being biased because I'm fucking team Batman. I've (laughs) always been and always will be, you know. I mean, Batman's cooler just because he's not automatically invincible. Yeah. What's your powers again? I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
But I mean, I guess he's pretty good at uh, you know, martial arts. Yeah, it's got to be he something. Be beating the fuck out of folks. So. Yeah, like in the in this movie, he was trained by by Alfred for all of his fight stuff. Oh, really? Well, it didn't like show it, but like, there's a scene. No. Spoiler alert! There's a scene where Alfred gets hurt, and you know that's the only father figure or like family he's got left. And he's like, you know, I could train you how to fight and teach you all these things, but I couldn't teach you how to be a man. Everybody has to learn that on their own. So, you know, that's one thing so I like. So leeway to it, but not. Yeah, that's one thing it. I liked about the the Nolan trilogy is like in Batman Begins, it showed him being like a fucking samurai kind of deal. I thought mm-hmm. that was cool. Until Bruce Wayne come, or Bruce Wayne started being Batman. It's like, God damn it, Christian Bale. You had to fucking... No, it just got worse each movie. I touched on this with Brandon. You know, I need to. I need to get off my Batman bullshit here. I mean, I can understand the reasoning behind doing it though, like just to mask your voice. Yeah, I do too. But I feel like with all that goddamn to- technology you have, why didn't you do what Ben Affleck did? You put a fucking yeah. microphone on your voice to disguise yeah. it instead of fucking just. I mean, hell, if nothing else, just go the old fucking, like the old school cane route with the fucking little, <laughs> little thing you used to push through his neck to talk or whatever. Uh, you know, so many people thought he was going to induct the Undertaker. I mean, honestly, I th- like it had to be him or Vince to me. Me, me and Shane touched on that. Um, Shane with a Y, not Shane with, you know, without a Y. Anyway. Not Shane himself. Yeah, Shane. not the Shane that owns the show, son. <laughs> But yeah, it was. It had to be Kane, Vince, and I even threw the dark horse in it being Shawn Michaels, just because of like how their rivalry went from hating each other to becoming close friends, and like their work in the ring was always so good, regardless of genres. Yeah. They were just always on point when they got out there. I mean, I can understand that, but I feel like, like in my mind at least, it's like. Vince and Kane are like basically on the same level. Yeah. And then you got Sean below them. I kind of wonder where where Vince would go <laughs> when it comes to his creations and his people. What do you mean? Do you go Stone Cold or do you go Undertaker? What, what do you mean? Like how do you mean that question? Like who do you pick? Who was your... Like who was your guy? Yeah. I mean, at this point, I feel like you got to take Undertaker. Just because of longevity? Yeah. As far as overall star power, I feel like Stone Cold had that more. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I feel like but, Stone Cold, as far as peaking and popularity. Yeah. But as far as, like, character. I mean, character, longevity, longevity loyalty, everything. Yeah. Like, I mean, Taker you, was, yeah. was it. Yeah, you, you have to take him in that that point i'm telling you man watch that interview with him on pat the pat mcafee show when he when he asked or was like i'm gonna induct the undertaker and right after it you see him get choked up he's like pat's like oh you got choked up and he's like what are you talking about i was like motherfucker your damn throat kind of juggled <laughs> a little bit you got choked up man you know i mean that's like the only person that's just stuck there you know he was the, I mean, really, 
when thought the, of Triple H. When, when the Monday Night Wars happened, the two that were loyal that were there in the very beginning till the very end was Taker <coughs> and Sean. And Taker was more loyal and Taker, whatever business needed to be done, he took care of it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like Sean was a dick. Sean caused a lot of fucking trouble. You never yeah. heard anything about Taker. Everybody was fucking scared of him. <laughs> Whether I mean be the fans or the people backstage from the way you hear it. Yeah. I guess people backstage were scared for a different reason though. Really? He, he's probably like that quarterback, like the Tom Brady kind of character or the Bill Belichick, Nick Saban type guy. You look at like, I want that dude's respect and I want to be able to, you know. Are you talking about Sean? No, I'm talking about Taker. Oh, okay. No, like, no, what? no, 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 no. I was like, like how the fuck are you comparing Sean to Tom Brady? No, 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 no. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe now that he turned his life around, yeah, everybody yeah, looks now, at him. But I mean, like, like even his even Taker, career. everybody, even uh, Austin, all of them say like, when it comes to being in the ring and putting on the show and being a performer, there's nobody better. Yeah, you know. I think that's where you get your Adam Coles and your Johnny Gargano's and your Kenny Omega's. The young, even the young bucks, they fucking dress like the rockers, you know. Yeah. So without him, you don't. You're Chris Jericho. Yeah. You have a goat. Make another goat, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's how it always goes too. It doesn't matter what you're talking about, whether it be music or you yeah. know acting. Like, there's always somebody that puts it. Puts mm-hmm. that shit in your mind or push that shit into somebody else's mind at some point, you know? Yeah, and that's another thing, like me and Shane talked about, <coughs> whether it be sports, wrestling, whatever, a lot of people like to live in their genre where it comes to pick like the best. Mm-hmm. And I get that. And sometimes maybe you just need to enjoy the greatness you have and you're being able to see. But then at the same time, when you can break them all down and their body of work and look at it. Like, is there another Tom Brady? No. I mean, I mean, you think about it. You had Aikman. You had Elway. You had Montana, Steve Young. You name all these guys. You know what I mean? You had Brad uh, Favre. Bradshaw, Favre, Marino. All, but are they Brady? No. But at the same time, you can also make the argument different time periods and shit. Yeah, yeah. But also, in my mind at least the time period that Brady has played, there has been much better competition overall athletes yeah. inside the league as a whole. Well, then you think about it now, look at, um, let's say Patrick Mahomes, Burrow, all these guys, Allen, Jackson, Stafford, whoever. Did you do Allen and Jackson together on purpose? No, no, no. There wasn't no Chattahoochee shit in there. But, I mean, you laid them out. What if they played till they're 44, 45 years old? I mean, honestly, I feel like half of the people that you named, their style of play, I don't think would let them even play till they're that old. I think Burrow, maybe. Burrow, yeah. But Jackson, I don't think he could play that old. I don't think Mahomes He takes could a play lot of licks, old. yeah. And I mean, they run around too much. Yeah, you know, it'd be like, it'd be like if Vic was still playing now. Yeah, yeah, I can see your, you know, your point like, of view on that. Yeah, 
Because, I mean, that speed and that, that quickness to be able to get away from that defender that's, well, I mean, that's then, right there on your heels. Then when you break it down to basketball, I mean, did anybody touch Jordan and Kobe when it come to Anything? what they did? Their killer <laughs> instinct, they're just all around. Did anybody touch that? No. But, I mean, Jordan didn't. Like, when he was older playing, like, when he was in fucking Washington and shit, I mean, he was obviously a fucking shell of him former self, you know? Yeah, that's where Tom Brady excels. I know. But, I mean, you turn that around, fucking look at LeBron right now. Motherfucker literally just put up 56 and 10 tonight at 36 years old. Yeah. I'm 36! (laughs) All right, Jamie, I'm going to do this for you. So, baseball, Jeter's gone. Alex Rodriguez is gone. Big Poppy's gone. Mark McGuire. Sammy Sosa. You know, you can help me name some Ken Griffey Jr. I mean, you name whoever, the big dogs. Mm-hmm. Now you got... Trout. Mike Trout. You got Harper, who causes a lot of... You know, Harper's a good player, mm-hmm. but I feel like here lately he's been more attraction than production. Playing. Yeah. Mike Trout, all production, no other shit going on. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I think right now that is literally like almost the only two baseball players I can name. There's some others I can name, but nobody like with if their – I see the names, there's nobody, I know who they there's are. There's nobody with their star power, though. Star power, No. Because, I mean, if, if they had that kind of star power, then I would know their name. When does it come to a point to where Major League Baseball and even the NFL, like the NFL gave a little bit this year with the halftime show. But, like, really, why do you have to fucking find a dude for having something on his fucking cleats that's no, paying no. homage to his mom? Like, why should that be a fucking fine? I mean... The reason is because it breaks the uniform protocol, you know. So it'd be like it's, it's the same. It'd be thing like as, us going to work without a goddamn name tag. Sorta, sorta. I guess you going to work but, on Saturday without your button-up shirt. Hey man, I only have to do that six months out of the year. Yeah, okay. I know, but you still <laughs> got to do it. I mean, if I didn't, nobody probably say anything. But it's. Like, the rules are there kind of thing. Like, I understand it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but, but at the same man, time, could, the rules are there. Could you imagine there. being an NFL player or even a baseball player and say... Because the NBA doesn't do that shit. Not usually. They don't anymore. Like, this past year, like, them having custom sneakers or writing shit on the sneakers has mm. all been... You know, wiped out. Like you're approved to do anything as long as long as it's not offensive to you know whatever. No, I guess cancel culture. Fuck y'all. But <laughs> you know, say say if you're out there and you're a fucking football player, and then it's breast cancer awareness, and your fucking grandmother or your mom or whoever was a survivor or passed away from it, like Dak Prescott, you can't wear a fucking pink wristband to pay homage. To the woman that brought you into the world and got you where you are today. Or you'll be fined thousands of dollars. 
What the fuck is that harming? As long as you got, who are they sponsored by now? Nike. As long as it's Nike and it's pink, why the fuck should it matter? I mean, yeah, but at the same time, those people being fined thousands of dollars is like them being like, "Hey, that's five dollars off your paycheck." You know? Yeah, true. I I get that, and and we would probably be like, "Okay, who cares?" You know? Yeah. What am I going to do with this five dollars? Fucking buy like two and a half packs of gum. I'm gonna miss that goddamn Taco Bell box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it's the same kind of thing. Like that's the only reason the fines are as much as they are because it's relative to the amount of money that they're making. Yeah. Like if they were only making thousands of dollars, they wouldn't charge them thousands of dollars. I, yeah, I know, but I just still feel like like paying homage or whatever. Fucking. I mean, it's still ridiculous. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I'm just. Pretty much devil's advocate for yeah. the actual reasoning behind it. But, I mean, it is ridiculous. But, you know, it's, it's just one of them things, really. Like, I think it's like they feel like they have to do it just because the rules are there for it. Yeah. So, like, if they don't, then it'll make it look like they don't have to keep up with these other set of rules that are also there kind of thing you know pretty much trying to make it like it's a job i guess I mean, yeah well it is a job you know it, it is i mean obviously it's playing a game but yeah. it is a job and they're getting i feel like i could wake up a lot easier well knowing it. i was going to play fucking basketball instead of going to fucking bill out parts i mean yeah probably but at the same time i mean i feel like <laughs> Like, just with how my personality is, like, I feel like I'm going to get tired of no matter what the fuck I'm doing. Like, it's just going to be like, eventually I'm going to hit that wall and be like, man, I don't want to fucking go to work today. Especially if I have to do it 82 times a fucking year. Even if it's playing computer games every day? I mean, if I, that's what I have to do, it's probably going to fucking annoy me. Yeah. You know? Like, if that's what I, it's it's just the having to do it part that would bother me. Yeah. Like, if I just have a choice of like, hey, I'm going to fucking play these computer games today, then, you know, I make that goddamn choice every day anyway. So, it feels like a privilege. Yeah, like, I have a choice in it. Yeah. Like, once I have to do it, that, that takes away the joy kind of thing. Yeah, I can definitely get that. I don't know. I mainly because like during the week I've never been a morning person I don't know if I ever will be but I'm always not now probably won't yeah I'm always I always get to work on time I mean you know that because we worked together before but Mm -hmm. getting up during the week's like fuck then on the weekends if I wake up at fucking 630 I don't give a shit because I know (laughs) I can sit here or lay here for a few more minutes or I can get up and go start cooking breakfast for my wife and yeah. daughter. Yeah. Something I enjoy doing. Yeah. It's not the same. It's Even not. though you wake up at the same time, it's for two completely different reasons. Yeah. You know? Like, to me, almost the worst battle of going to work is fucking getting up and getting ready and getting there. Once I'm there, I'm fine. But yeah. the part of getting there fucking sucks. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. No. Never going to get over that part. Waking up at 530. Fucking 
It makes me question it every day. <laughs> I know where you are. Like there's some days I'll wake up and go, man, I can leave right now and be the fucking poster boy and get in there at 10 till 8 o'clock like I'm supposed to, or I'll just fucking pull up in that motherfucker at 5 till and walk mm-hmm. in as soon as it strikes 8. Yeah. I'm striking 8 today, son. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, most days I strike right at 7 or after 7. It depends on the day and the traffic. Yeah, well, where you are where you are up in Hoover, the traffic's a hell of a lot worse than where I'm going. And I mean, most of the time, though, it's 5 that fucks me. Highway 5? For real? In the mornings? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mornings that I will get behind 7 fucking 18-wheelers. And they'll nope. just be they'll just be rolling fucking forty five, just chilling like ain't nobody trying to get nowhere. They'll just be fucking rolling, and there's no goddamn way to fucking pass. You know you can't pass more than fucking three of them. Yeah. On the way up there, so like if you get behind three or more, you're fucked. Yeah. Might as well count that shit as a fucking loss. That yeah, morning. definitely ain't like that from seven to eight. No, not at all. And then, like, twenty fifty nine is usually fine. Mm-hmm. Like for the most part, but then once I hit four fifty nine, same shit. You'll have fucking, you'll have a line of fucking three eighteen wheelers in this lane, and then you'll have a line of fucking two in this lane trying to go around those three. Yeah, and it'll take them fucking sixteen miles to get around those three. So there I am going fucking sixty five and a fucking seventy when I'm, you know, usually rolling goddamn eighty five and yeah. seventy. So it's like everything that I pretty much everything I plan every morning to be able to get there on time never works out. No, unless I leave it fucking fifteen till six, I'm pretty much fucked. And I can go ahead and tell you, I ain't leaving at fifteen till six. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't happening. I fucking that's that's by far one of the worst things about that job is the drive. Yeah, there and back, and back is worse easily. Sometimes it'll take me 20, 25 minutes just to get to the interstate. Really? They get from fucking, damn. Yeah. yeah. From the time that I pull out of my parking spot till I hit the interstate? Yeah. That's one reason why I'm always going to be small town. I'm not living <laughs> in a fucking city deal where it's going to be that way. I just can't oh, do no. it. And mm-hmm. about to be 36 and I'm used to this shit. Nah. Well, I can deal with it when I go to the beach or I'm on vacation or bullshit, yeah. you know. I mean, you're expecting a lot of people to be there. Yeah, because they're all there for the same reason you are, to get yeah. the fuck away from the everyday yeah. grind. But, like, to have to go through that shit every day? Nah, bro, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh. I can't even imagine living in Atlanta or, Oh, you hell know, no. Fucking no. Los Angeles, New York, somewhere like that, where it's... Have you ever drove through Atlanta? I mean, yeah. but Was it bad when you went through? Not really, because I was on the interstate, uh, just like passing through. So it wasn't... Man, we went through there going to that concert for uh, Van Halen <clears throat> when they were in North Carolina. Let me just tell you, do not do a lot of drinking when you're going to be on a trip like that, because you're going to piss in a Gatorade <laughs> bottle somewhere when you get to Atlanta. It was terrible. Yeah, <clears throat> I couldn't deal with this shit. No, I couldn't either. I don't see how people go through that shit every day. 
I mean, that's what all you've known your entire life is probably. Well, yeah, it's, it's probably no day. different, but. Well, part of, of me is like my patience, depending on the day and how I feel, can yeah. go from zero to 100. Like, you know, I might sit in line at the grocery store and like tell the old woman beside me, oh, you got 50 things and I got two. Go ahead, ma'am. You know, I'm good. You know, it might be one of them days or it might be one of those like, you better back shit up. <laughs> Hell, I'm trying to get my got my uh, bread and juice and get up out of here, son. Yeah. It just depends on the day. Yeah, for sure. But I just, I don't know. I feel like there's no universe where I would just be fine with it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Even yeah. if there's infinite universes, I feel like every one of them, I'm pissed off at traffic. It's definitely some stuff, man. I mean, unless I'm just driving around literally Bibb County the whole time. I feel like I'm just going to be upset at some point in my route. Like, well, that goes back to what what you're used to living every day too though, right? I mean, yeah. But how many traffic jams have you seen on Highway Five or in Bibb County? I mean, the traffic jams count as like a wreck that happened in the Yeah, yeah. There? I mean probably fucking I don't know. Five, ten, six, ten. Ten my entire life. Yeah. And fucking probably Six of those have been within like the last five years, <laughs> give or take. Yeah, but twenty fifty nine and four fifty nine. I've had just since September. I don't know, twenty twenty five. Well, thank God for Bimp County being smart and turning the four way into a fucking roundabout because that's not going to cause problems. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, when that thing was being built, it took me forever. And living right here, close to it, it's like, nah, I'm not going that way. I'm going right behind <laughs> fucking Marathon, where what's the apartments of Rosemont Apartments are. Mm-hmm. Not going that way, bro. Especially when you get like the older woman or older man that's like used to normal everyday shit. They're going through it the wrong way, and you're yeah. like, hey, Grandma, <laughs> keep circling. You're going to get right in a minute. <laughs> I mean, there was there was a bunch of fuck-ups whenever that thing first got there, though. Like, whenever they first opened it, there was yeah. a lot of fuck-ups. I mean, I get they think it's going to be safer, but if people are going to run right through a fucking stop sign every night, you don't think they're going to no. do some crazy shit through that? Because... You probably know this from driving through it, too. If you're coming down five, whether you're coming up or down, that's like a one-way. Nobody yields. Everybody just goes. If you're coming from 58 or coming from this road, you're going to stop. But the other way, they're just (laughs) every time. They ain't no stopping. I mean, at the same time, if you're just going to run through a fucking stop sign, I feel like you're just going to run over that little fucking mound in the middle anyway. So Yeah. Because... I mean, obviously... How many, probably, how many donuts do you think has been cut through that zombie since it was made? I don't know. Probably a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know if I was 16, it was there. Yeah. I'm going around it. Oh, if that motherfucker was there when I was 16, fucking too fast, too furious out. Oh, yeah. I'm Tokyo or dripping Tokyo that drift. shit. Yeah. yeah. 
Best believe that's where I'm going to go to fucking try that shit. I know. <laughs> but all these people that engineer and think about doing this shit, and they don't think about these reckless ass fucking teenagers. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I see that as a goddamn challenge. Let's try this <laughs> yeah. shit, you know? I would have definitely saw that as a challenge. Oh, yeah, me too. Definitely. That fucking S10, light in the back already <laughs> anyway. Pedal to the floor, son. First gear, never coming out of it. Maybe second. Yeah. I mean, I was burning the tires off the back of the S10 anyway, so might as well do it going around this fucking circle. Yeah, and make it look good anyway. <laughs> yeah, or try to. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's just, I don't know. I feel like people don't think about it like a normal person, though. Like when it comes to engineers and shit. No, they're thinking at it at a totally different perspective than what normal I mean, it's like when engineers build shit, like, for plants and stuff, like, for bros or... Or for fucking fucking cars. Yeah. Let's put this oil filter right by this fucking converter, this hottest shit. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, those guys that do the quick oil changers at Express and Big Ten, they (laughs) won't have a problem with this. Ooh, about a tenth of an inch. There goes your fucking flesh right off your forearm because you're trying to get one off. Yep. Just because they wanted to... Put it there for no reason, really. Yeah, whatever. Like they didn't want to change the design of that. Particular oh, to be able piece. to to be able to change out this power steering hose, we're gonna drop the cradle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that sounds like a great idea. No, we're we gonna have. put the starter under the intake. <laughs> yep. We have multiple cars to be able to get the serpentine belt on and off. You have to remove the bottom radiator hose. Why fucking design it that way? <laughs> I think some, though, when I see some of this stuff on newer cars, I feel like they design it for the main purpose of bringing it to the dealer. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of the shit that they work on, <laughs> that they work on up there, it feels like uh, <laughs> they have absolutely no thought for any technician at all. Like, they just make it as difficult as possible. Like, them fucking, the Pro Masters, man. Yeah. They made them motherfuckers where it's almost impossible to work on an engine at all unless you drop it out of the fucking car. Like, they fucking, they took, like, they took a normal engine, turned that motherfucker sideways, and put it in a hole about this big. Yeah. You, you have no room for shit. So, like, if, God forbid, you have to take the fucking timing cover off. Taking the engine completely out for that. Would probably be faster, yeah. Honestly. Wow. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> I guess they just look at it as like, we can fit it in this way, and who cares how they got to work on it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's how it is. Yeah. Like, it's just however they're able to do it, as long as it'll ship, it's fine. Yeah. Cutting corners, we could, you know, make it this yeah. way, and it'd be cheaper. Who gives a shit if they got to work on it a certain way? Yeah. And I mean, then that just turns around, I guess, technically probably makes them more money in the long run, though. Yeah. Well, dude, I'm not going to keep this one going very long because my birthday's coming up in a couple weeks and you're going to be right back here so we can talk again. We just kind of wanted to recap UFC and, you know, talk a little bit. So I could get two podcasts in one weekend. How about that? (laughs) Yeah. And I appreciate you doing this before you went home. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. look forward to doing it on my birthday. You know, a lot more Terramana, a lot more Blue Moon. <laughs> well, we're going to get gonna... some more Terramana. Yeah, definitely. I think those bottles, what have we got? 
a little less than half. Yeah. So yeah, we. So by the time that gets here, you're probably gonna have it down a little bit more than that. Uh, probably so. So, yeah, you want a, something to get your boy for your birthday for his birthday. <laughs> yeah, no. ABC right. stores got it. Twenty nine ninety nine. Go on and you. pick that up, son. <laughs> I got you. All right, Matt. I appreciate you, sir. Yes, sir. We're out.